Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. Wow, just can't make it stop playing. Will has his camera gear in a bookshelf like an art display. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it somewhere. What's up, everybody? Shut up and scribble. Got a really awesome show. Throwing on our tinfoil hats, having some fun. It's a week out from the game, so seems like an appropriate time to just have a, have a good show, have fun, uh, speculate a little bit uh, with it being a fun show. We got Aaliyah Miller joining us as a guest. Aaliyah, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming Did on. Did you say we had tinfoil hats? <laughs> we got tinfoil hats. Oh. <laughs> you have a tinfoil yarmulke, you fucking no, loser. Dude, it's, 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 <laughs> you it's made it a minute. Of... You made it a minute, 10 seconds. It's a, I only it, have to make it 30, dude. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> that's a record. It's a Robin Hood tinfoil hat. No, it's not. You have a yarmulke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh, sweet. I say we just dive into it. Let's go. Care? Conspiracy number one. Conspiracy number one. We got some conspiracy boards. We got at least three conspiracies we're going to roll through. It's going to be a crazy show, so you're going to stick it out uh, to the end. JR, want to take Grace? No, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. It's okay. It's in the thumbnail anyway. <laughs> okay, off-site location. Go, 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 go. Someone. We know where the off-site location is going to happen this year at the 2023 CrossFit Games. Let's start well, with we, the first one. Well, we know based on the schedule that on Thursday there's an off-site event for teams and individuals only. See the see the column in the middle of the screen. Thursday, the third highlighted column. There is a blank there. So it's not a Coliseum, not at North Park. And it's only individual men, women, and teams. So we can assume that that's likely an off-site location. There's one heat of each. Looks like a mass start event. And then we can also assume that it would probably involve the bike that they posted a picture of, since we also know that those are the only two divisions using that bike. Yeah, we initially we were looking around and there were no, you know, people are saying, oh, there's been no permits taken out in Madison. They're not going to swim this year because of the crocodiles and the algae and all that other stuff in the lake. They can't swim in the pool because we're broke this year. Every year, CrossFit has no money and the pool costs a lot of money. Um, so we did some digging. Will got a shovel out. And we found this offsite venue called Devil's Lake Park, one hour outside of Madison, that has a lake, that has a mountain bike trail. Do you have the video for this Uplands Loop Trail? Did you pull that in? No, I just took that screenshot on the right of the grass trail. Anyway, so this was our initial uh, – this is like me thinking JFK got killed by the CIA. Odds are it's like it's pretty likely, but still kind of far out there. <laughs> Even his nephew believes it, dude. It's 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 look, it's close. Jr., what do you think? How well, based on the picture Dave posted this morning, 
could mean nothing, could mean something. And looking into that post, how much less confident are you <laughs> about, yeah. about Devil's Park? After Dave's post, I think it's probably pretty safe to assume the off-site workout is going to be at the Odin boat ramp. They have – Halpin posted this earlier, but they have a three-year contract. I think that was signed in 2020 for use in however they want and whatever way they want of this area of the Odin – Olen? Odin? Olin? Olin Park boat ramp um, for the CrossFit Games. So – even if the water's dirty, that doesn't mean they can't use it. Maybe they just take a little boat ride, maybe row. Aaliyah, would you want to see the kayak, uh, like the paddle come back? Or would you not want I to think... see that again in like a single mode out, like in a, in a monostructural only setting? Would you be let down or excited if you saw like a bike and a paddle? I would be disappointed if this offsite event is monostructural only period, no matter what it is, because they're already doing the 5k run. Um, I think I would be okay with seeing a, pa a paddleboard, kayak, whatever, if they combine it with something else. Um, I also was curious about what's the timing between the offsite event and then the next event, which I think is the pig chipper. Is there even enough time that they could get to that uh, devil's park, whatever, and come back? I I think so. No. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. After looking at the times on the schedule, that first place is. It'd be like nine 30 to 10 30 yeah. and then they're supposed to start. Yeah. Yeah. Swinging a big miss there. So we can assume it's Olin park. Um, you, you wouldn't like strictly monostructural say it's a bike paddle. Even if there are other events at the CrossFit games, say the Olympic weightlifting total, and maybe another benchmark that are all barbell or all weightlifting. I don't know. Um, I guess it depends. So theoretically a 5k is going to be like 20 minutes or less. Um, but it's still getting into that aerobic length test. So if you're doing another aerobic length monostructural test, um, you know, a, a one rep max clean and jerk and a one rep max snatch versus a barbell cycling workout, you're testing two different things, even though it's both barbell. Um, I feel like if there's a 5K and then there's also something that's like swim, bike, whatever, you're testing very similar things with that. And I don't know, especially since it looks like we only have what uh, 11 or 12 events for the individuals this year versus in the past, it's been like 14, 15. Um, if you're going to reduce the number of tests and you're going to have two aerobic monostructural tests, I think you lose uh, some of the uh, breadth of testing for the CrossFit Games. Well, it already appears as though we have three single modality tests anyway. So is adding a fourth one in general, is there going to be a fifth one? I mean, we'll, you know, we'll get to that speculation in a second. Is it, are half the tests going to be that way? Is that the point? that half of them are going to be mixed modal and half of them are going to be single modality. Mm -hmm. And that's like the idea behind them. And you don't get to do, I don't know, four of them unless you make the cut, you know, unless you make the first cut. And the only one that you get to do is the mass start one on Thursday. You know, we don't know that yet, but I'm in Aaliyah's boat. We talked about this when we picked our most 
well-programmed CrossFit games ever that the first workout being monostructural, whether it's one or two elements or not, to me, is just kind of, eh, it's, it's, we've been doing it for so long. The year that they did the swim with the thrust with the kettlebell thrusters and the burpees, I think a lot of people was like, yeah, that's the way that they should serve up a swim if they're going to do a swim. So I, I I'm kind of with, with her and that if they do use this boat dock, if they're on the bikes, that they're, they're doing something in between. That's... It's also possible that the bikes are going to show up for a North Park event. Mm-hmm. They could be biking around the venue. Who knows? I don't want to see a paddleboard or a kayak. If they use the water for anything other than swimming, I'd want to see scuba diving or rowing. Just getting on scuba diving, but actually like rowing on a rowboat. Well, I was wondering, like, would they, would they just do like... Is uh, that too hard? Like all these benchmarks, would they just do a 2K row for time? And is that on the water in those yeah on the water are those rowing that would boats be cool. too, those skinny yeah. little boats dude i feel like i would tip over well i was talking to <laughs> canoe i was canoe. talking to chase ingram about that and he was like dude if you think that sleds might give a competitive advantage based on the lane you have no idea until you're on the water and the wind changes and then you're like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute our heat had no wind and their heat has mm. wind and like all like there's just too many variables to make it legitimate from heat to heat to heat. I guess they could just do one, but I've always kind of wondered how long it would be before they put teams in like a row situation with like four people rowing one boat or the individuals because they've never done it before. And there's only so many monostructural elements that can be tested. How expensive are those boats? I feel like they're pretty pricey. Probably. I don't know. I mean, don't you think they could just rent them? Maybe. Uh, I'm sure maybe. Rogue will make one. On the on the five k run, at this point, don't we already know that the five k run is probably out of North Park into the dog park and back, because the final the event schedule, we already know it's on Saturday, right? Yeah, it's likely. So we pretty much. Yep. We can almost say that it's going to be that North Park ten ten event, and since it's just it says individuals, we can assume it's going to be a mass start of men and women. Yep. Well, it's interesting that you say we pretty much know because I know Aaliyah, um, along with the rest of us in this group, feel pretty strongly about the fact that they've released three single modality tests and yet the gymnastics one has essentially no details released. But most people assume that at least half of what we need to know for the 5K run and the Olympic total has been released. And the argument against that being, well... um, it doesn't matter if someone knows they're going to run a 5K or not. They're not going to increase their maximum sustainable pace or their aerobic capacity in two weeks. They're just, they're just going to have what they have. Likewise, even if someone knows they're going to be maxing out on a snatch and a clean and jerk, regardless of what the, what the implement is, they know they're probably not going to see a lot of improvement. So who cares? We can let them know two weeks in advance. Yet, if they know they're going to be doing triple unders, press to handstands, and a max um l hang from the rings people can improve that in two weeks what what do you guys think about that mindset of well because to me it just still shows a big bias it still shows a big bias in um thinking that the unknown part of it is more important than just letting all three modalities be known as much as the other I think we likely know a lot less about the Olympic total and the 5K than we think we do. 
Yeah, Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. You really if think there's... that? I know you hope for it, or do you, or do you just want to think that? <laughs> I want to think that. Okay. I, 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 I really want to think that. I wouldn't be surprised if there's details about the 5K and the lift that they haven't released. However, I think, um, and this goes back to just like the the principle behind it. It doesn't matter what the actual tests are. The fact that there are three single modality tests and they are only releasing details ahead of time on two of those single modality tests, it inherently biases the programming. Because now you have the gymnastics specialists who already know what they're getting into with the other two single modality tests. So they can prepare for damage control on those two tests however they need to, whether it's figuring out what their optimal 5K pace is. Um, you know, We know it's a trail run, so they can go find a like a cross country course or something like that to practice on, to see what the difference is between running on the ground versus running on grass. Um, you know, we know that it's a 20 second lifting window and you've only got two attempts so they can figure out what their openers are. Um, you know, how, how a certain weight feels after, a you know, 15 to 20 minute corral time. Um, so the gymnasts have the opportunity to prepare for that damage control on those two tests. What you're now doing you're taking the weightlifting specialists and the monostructural specialists and taking away their opportunity to prepare for that damage control in the same way. So now the test is inherently biased towards gymnasts overall. And it, it doesn't matter what the events are. It's just the fact that two have details released and one doesn't when it's three monostructural tests. If it was if it like with non-monostructural tests, I don't care. Release details, don't release details, whatever. If you have three monostructural tests, they all need to be treated exactly the same to create an equitable test across the board. So either release all the details for all three or don't release the details for any. And I'd be totally fine with either, <laughs> but just make it consistent. Yeah, it would be like, to me, like having heard what you said, as far as the announcements go, it would be like saying, okay, if you're going to say gymnastics skill test, then the other two announcements should have just been 5k should have just been 5k heavy just that yeah, yeah. are you running are you biking or, are you rowing Who or knows? just say or just say weightlifting just say yep. weightlifting yeah. 5k skills test and now there's about as much um like questioning for all three right yeah. it's, it's 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 almost the same I and think yeah that, i mean I, I i mean i think the point about the damage control is the best point that you can make because there are a lot of people who are not going to get a back roll to support or who are not going to get a press to handstand in two weeks, but at least they know going in, Hey, like I, I know what the other two things are going to be. So how can I, how can I accrue as many points as I possibly can on this workout? Just like, Hey, I know if I come out at this running pace, I'm screwed. So I'm probably not going to come out at this running pace. Yeah. I think there's probably room for one, one more single modality test, meaning even, even I think we got to move on. I think we got to go to drop our next thing, but first All I right. want to pull this up and ask if this is legit. Can we get a, can we get a confirmation on this? That's yeah. a, that, that's fact. Okay. Well, and they're probably paddle boarding at North park. Can we so. answer this? Ash V $5 would it be crazy <laughs> to think the 5k total and skills are all a single event. Oh, nah, yes, because just look at the schedule, the event yeah. schedule. I think yeah, they've, they've already announced, announced the yeah. 5K and the total as two separate events on the website. Yeah. 
Awesome. Thanks, Ash. Cool. Next topic. Is not a conspiracy. Yes. So this one. Um, this one's a slip. Slip my, of the dick. Mike Halpin sent me the one that's more in text form. And um, on this past Sunday, um, someone on Instagram sent me a picture of cat programming and said, you know, um, is this kind of a hint, right? You have the 5K run on Saturday, on Thursday of Helen, and on Friday there's Grace. And um, I was kind of joking with Chase the other day saying, what if like, you know, they want you to use that app and go on and update all your stats. Like what if, what if we're going to, what if they're going to do all these and it's like a way to get everyone to go in and put in all their benchmarks because <laughs> you can just go in and follow along with the games and do all these tests. But here we can see um, on the monthly focus that they're preparing to do Gwyn, which, you know, we can talk about Gwyn. That would, that would be sick. Awesome. To see yeah. I'd love to see that. But if you read it, it says in the first week of this month, athletes will perform these benchmarks alongside the CrossFit games, Helen, Grace, and a 5K fun run, which we can dig into what that fun run part means. Um, and then this is just brilliant editing work to the right. It looks like, I mean, when I saw it at first, I actually thought it was the announcement. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that they would have put that in there for no reason. And I, I'm not sure if they meant to do it. I'm not sure if it was supposed to come out that they were doing grace. I'm not sure if uh, like the V up and saying your feet are together, if alongside is uh, kind of parallel to that word, it's like alongside that really makes it sound like they're doing grace and we're going to do grace. Now, yeah. whether it's the same thing or not, we can, we can dive in now to speculation. If, if they're doing grace, there's another single modality test that's weightlifting, but barbell cycling, what do we think it would be? I, I think they're, I think they probably mean the games athletes are going to do a version of grace mm -hmm. because they said Helen in the 5k, which we know right. the CrossFit games athletes are doing a version of, I highly doubt it's 135, 95 grace, or even heavy grace. I highly doubt it's 225, 155. Um, I think there's probably a little bit more of an unexpected twist on it. Think like a 165, 115 barbell or an axle bar potentially. And you have some other ideas, JR, that you should speculate uh, upon. Yeah, well, I, I, I said it a little bit tongue-in-cheek uh, on Sunday night when I did the prediction show. But, um, you know, last year they announced big lifts return on Saturday and it was a highlight reel of them was people snatching and clean and jerking and, and I came on the show and I was, this was after Boz came on and said, Oh yeah. Did you guys see that? Yeah. It looked really cool. Didn't it? Yeah. I'm glad you guys saw that. And I was just thinking to myself, he sounded a little bit like he knew something that no one else did. And I was like, you know, what if, what if big lifts do return, but they're not doing barbell and they did the sandbag ladder, which was cool. Um, and I, I was, you know, in a conspiracy mindset at the time and reading into the post and it said, you know, athletes will perform an Olympic total, an Olympic total, not the Olympic total, not where it's just an Olympic total. And now they release a lot of details with lifting windows and stuff. But to me, there's one of two options. Either they're going to do grace, but it's going to be like odd object grace, because it wouldn't make a lot of sense to me programming wise to do grace traditionally on a Friday and then turn around on Saturday to max out with a barbell. clean mm -hmm, jerk. Mm -hmm. So either it's like odd object grace, whether it's double dumbbell, whether it's circus dumbbell 30 for time, whether it's um, sandbag grace, whatever. 
and then on the Olympic total, it's traditional barbell or vice versa, where they do a barbell grace. And then what everyone thinks is a barbell max, they're actually doing double dumbbell for load or they're doing um, single dumbbell snatch or they're doing something different for the for the heavy. And I think the latter is probably more likely. You think it's more likely that they do odd object or heavy? I think it's more likely that that, that grace is odd object. That's that's what I think. I think yeah. because the odd object, I think because the heavy event last year was odd object, I think it's more likely yeah. the heavy event this year is sure a barbell and that Jake and that Grace is odd object. I'd like to see an axle bar. I think we haven't seen that in a while. I think uh, the other option could be it's not that Grace is going to be at the games, but Grace is a parallel to the Walmart Max Clean and Jerk. But because the cat programming focus for the month is Gwen, which involves barbell cycling, they want to take an event from the games, focus it more towards barbell cycling, and Grace is a way to do that. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Because um, I would... I didn't think about that. I mean, I wouldn't be completely shocked if Grace was an event, but it would also be a little bit weird to me if they had, you know, they announced the pig chipper for Thursday mm. and pig flips are basically really heavy clean and jerks. Yep. Uh, and then if they're doing clean and jerks on Friday and then clean and jerks again on Saturday, that would be strange to me. I don't know. Yeah. I think to me, like from a, from a spectacle standpoint, let's say they do a version of Grace and you have, all these odd object versions and you have log clean and press, you know, which they did at rogue or you have, um, double dumbbell or whatever, like a sandbag grace, I think would be the most brutal and like the most fun to watch. It would just be like, who can hang on for 30 touch and go just like when you do grace, who can hold on for 30 touch and go. I think it would preserve the stimulus of the workout. We talked about that a lot with Helen about how a lot of people want to take Helen and just completely dismantle it and make it a new workout. Where we really, if if you know Boz, you know he's probably not going to do that. He's probably going to keep it as classic Helen feel as as he could. Um, I, was, I don't know. I, I I would just be really surprised if there's another single modality workout period. And that and that brings about the conversation with Helen in terms of now we have 25 chest to bar with the pig chipper announced. So I think it's likely to assume we're not getting pull ups or chest to bars on Helen, and rather I, probably not even a bar muscle up. I think rings. I are feel likely. like Helen. I feel like Helen is going to be something with like a new pull-up bar implement because I feel like that's probably part of the reason why they announced this new rule with the grips. Um, You know, they specifically said it's just for this event and they're going to reevaluate if that becomes an enduring rule. But just for the 2023 CrossFit Games, they have this rule about grip length. And if you're throwing in a rotating pull-up bar or an axle bar or a log bar like they had at Rogue or something like that, then yes, having longer grips could give you an advantage over other athletes. Um, and I don't know why else they would decide to make this new grip rule mid-season. So I wouldn't be shocked if either in the pig chipper or in Helen, yeah, yeah, the pig it's a different bar. Yeah, I mean, this is for sure I agree with that. On Sunday, I even said like the order of things that happened, they randomly announced this grip rule and they say, hey, it's just for this competition. Then they announce Helen. Like my brain is immediately just goes to where if it's not Helen, there's a workout at the games where they think that the length of your grips is really going to matter and is, and is really going to show who can 
it might disguise who can really do something and who can't just because they have that competitive advantage. So whether or not they're just doing, I mean, that's a really good point Taylor made with the chest of and you think about when these things are happening. We still don't know when Helen is. We don't know if it's Friday night. We don't know if it's Friday early in the day. It feels like a Friday night event to see people sell their souls at classic CrossFit to see who gets cut and who doesn't. But yeah, I mean, is it going to be burpee pull up? Well, we is know that be, you know, I mean, your point about having the chest of our now on Thursday adds a whole new element to it. We know that. Can you pull that graphic, the grace graphic back up? Will? we know that the pig chipper is individual test too. So that's coming after the offsite event. And we know mm-hmm. that what it says here is that on August 4th, which is Friday, we're going to have grace. So we know event one is offsite, potentially we paddleboard. We think they're going to do grace. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't know. I, I think it's at this point. Well, we'll see. I'll go as far as to say as I think we know. On Thursday, we have the offsite event and then the pig chipper and then a third workout in the evening. On Friday, potentially grace um, and a 5K run. Well, Saturday's the 5K. Sorry. Um, so we look at Coliseum likely to have grace what uh, if grace is the or not grace what if helen is the offsite event and it's a swim instead of a run wow or a paddle <laughs> what would they do for the 12 i don't know maybe they set up rigs at the boat ramp who knows and they just do pull-ups wet like after yeah. the swings i mean 21 swings might be long enough to get your hands kind of dry i guess they could still wrap the bars <laughs> with whatever they use for the uh for the pool our muscle up workout that year um yeah I, I i mean if we assume that helen has running and i think it's a pretty fair assumption and we know that they're going to run a 5k whether they do it as a fun run which like does that mean that every 1k there's an obstacle that they have to do maybe like or does it mean that they wear race a, is a sponsor does it mean yeah does it mean that they wear a ruck <laughs> maybe like whatever um is it like a, just a straight Spartan race? Maybe. Okay, so, but they're running twice. Unless they run for speed in a straight sprint and a sprint with some change in directions, if a sprint with some hurdle jumps, whatever, to me, that I will look at the entirety of the programming, um, I would say, more or less favorably depending on if there's another run and how it's served up because you already have long and you already have sub maximal, but still hard efforts. And I'm wondering if we'll get that third running workout, if we'll get a fourth running workout. Cause sometimes at the game, we've games, we've had it with 12. I would think three is the maximum. I've actually done this and I'm going to send this video to Will so he can pull it up on the oh show. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> What's more likely that Helen doesn't have a run or is it more likely that the bike, so Helen doesn't have a run and it's instead swimming or that the bike and the swim slash paddle would be in the same event. Do we think that the bike and swim are in the same event? Just I don't. Or it's bike. a biking Helen. Yeah. Bike and bike and water. <laughs> yeah. Like if they don't swim, yeah. but that the bike and the water. I would say it's more likely that the bike and the water are in the same workout. 
It's not going to be easy for me to pull that up, Tyler, by the way. Okay, no worries. I'm going to send it anyways. Okay. I don't know. The thing, the thing that keeps getting me about Helen is if we're using that cap programming bullet point to assume that Thursday is Helen, Friday is Grace, Saturday is a 5K, they've already announced the pig chipper. The other two events, one is offsite and one's in the Coliseum. If they're running for Helen, it would make more sense to me if Helen was at North Park or they're running on air runners in the Coliseum. Or which... do you remember the run clean event? Do you, how so cool would that how thing. cool would that be if they ran out of the Coliseum, ran ran back inside for the pull-ups and the kettlebell swings? And I, like I was that. thinking about that as I was saying it. Um <laughs> But they weren't able to get exactly a 400 meter for that, which I guess it wouldn't matter if everybody's doing the same distance. But if they want to stay true to the benchmark, I don't know. Well, and I guess they have set up rigs inside the Coliseum, but usually the rig work is outside. Yeah, Um they've they've done the rig work in the coliseum before but it's used, it's been like a progression right because the you know the one year the finale had the chest bar and they mm -hmm. did them on what three different pull-up bars and the year that they did the clean bar muscle up they did a single on each on each bar and then um yeah i mean they've they've had some rig work inside but i, I it looks a lot better and i think Although I've been told that they don't have the lights, like Helen under the lights outside couldn't be any more exciting. Like, I think that would be really cool if they did that. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't think there's any North Park events at night, though, unfortunately. Yeah. So you want to pull up the board of the events we know so far? Yeah. We know that Grace <laughs> is coming. <laughs> I put it on there. I feel good about it. Let's go. So Helen... It's not going to be with a pull-up bar. I, I don't think. I don't even think. I would be very shocked to see the CrossFit Games replicate something that Rogue already implemented in the Invitational. Like, I would just be shocked to see them use a log bar. Uh, the rotating pull-up bar or the swinging pull-up bar, to JR's point, possibility maybe, but I think, a, I think the rings are just probably a safe bet. So if that's the case... I don't have it off the top of my head, but there was a, a workout program by main site one day in the last year that was max ring dip, max ring pull up. Mm. Do you, can you think of a way that they standardize that? Like, does it just, is it basically a chest to ring pull up? Like, do you think there's any way, do you, do you think they would use a rope and do a rope climb variation instead with Helen? Like, Thinking about Helen just being a kettlebell of some kind of hinge and a pulling form of gymnastics. Like, what do you, what you do you don't guys, think a ring muscle up is likely? I am going to be really shocked if we get ring muscle ups in all four stages of competition this year. One of my predictions is that there wouldn't be muscle ups and there would either be a higher level ring skill. Or that they would just do something like a ring row or a ring push-up. Could you see ring rows for Helen? I could see – no. I could see – man. 
I'm on the other side of that and thinking that they figured that in semifinals, they weeded enough people who are bad at ring muscle-ups out that the 12 ring muscle-ups at the end of Helen is an appropriate test. And we get to see the people, the best in the world, all do it unbroken and fast, or a lot of them do it unbroken and fast. I don't think Helen is the place to put the ring row or the ring dip or the ring push-up unless they adjust the reps. I don't think 12 is enough in that workout. I I wouldn't be shocked if there are ring muscle-ups this year. I would be surprised if they were in Helen. Mm-hmm. I feel like Boz wants to do more with the rings than just ring muscle-ups. So I'm kind of expecting the rings to show up in the gymnastic skills test somehow. Um, also, if you think about three rounds of 12 ring muscle-ups, for the guys, that's probably not an issue. For the girls – Last year, up and over, was three rounds of 12-ring muscle-ups. Mm-hmm. Not a single female kept three rounds unbroken. Mm-hmm. Tia only did two rounds unbroken, and she was the only one to do two rounds unbroken. And she did 12-12 and then 8-4 for her last round. So if we're trying to keep the same stimulus as Helen, I don't know that I would expect to see ring muscle-ups in that. Yeah, and in that workout, the ring muscle-ups were proceeding the jumping variation, right? They didn't have to go GHD muscle-up. They yeah. went muscle-up GHD, right? There wasn't was a lot of interference. jump GHD. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it wasn't a lot. Yeah, so. But they repeated the muscle-up GHD pairing that they did in quarterfinals. Yeah. Yeah. True. I'm, I'm, I, uh, um. I'm really curious if there are muscle ups because you could go one of two ways, right? Ali, you did the workout with the ruck in the mm-hmm. ring complex. Was that workout a screen for Helen with muscle ups? You know, we're not going to know that until the details of Helen get released. But since but then you think about since they did since they did 20 at the end of the first workout in the open, and then they did a chunk of 15 in the middle of quarterfinals, and then they started a semifinal workout with muscle ups weighted where are we going now are we going to okay cool i know you guys can actually do them with a ruck so now you're just going to do big chunks of them with a ruck or are we just saying well i know if you can do that then you can probably do strict ring muscle ups if you're able to do them weighted with a vet like i i'm curious what the thought process of using the ruck at semis it was that a screening process for the games I think using the ruck at semis was because Go Ruck was a sponsor and they didn't have any other place to put the ruck in. <laughs> and is Go Ruck a sponsor again? Because I've I've been thinking too, like where where where's the ruck going to show up at the game? Yeah, I mean it could be a ruck five k. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know that that ring complex with the ruck is enough to say okay, everybody who makes it to the games is now we assume capable of doing 12 unbroken ring muscle ups for three rounds. Um, I mean, there's at least one person who made it to the games and didn't do a single rock muscle up. Yeah. I think they don't care about her. (laughs) I think they don't, I think one, they don't give a shit about the bottom of the field. I think two, when we're thinking about the grip thing, what I always want to go back to is that it wasn't announcing a grip standard. It was announcing a document full of standards and there just happened to be a massive fuck up on the two pictures so I think that's where everybody's eyes went. And I also. Yes, but it was a new standard that was introduced mid season because that standard didn't exist going into semifinals. The fingertip grip. Yeah. 
I think it's just as likely that they you look at that 25 chest bar, 50 toes to bar, 50 toes bar, 25 chest bar, and are like, we don't want people just draping their grips over the bar and smashing this part of the workout or making it unfair. I, I mean, that's such that's such a dense piece of pulling and grip stamina just in that one workout that I could see that being the reason. And I also don't know that when they look at the entirety of the game's programming, they're worried about taking a progression from each element of the season into each workout. Like, I don't think they're looking for a progression yeah, in each right, workout. Right, right. Um, and I, I don't know. I think ring muscle ups is simple in Helen. And I think if you make the kettlebell heavier, it's, it's a really simple three rounds for time, 400 meter run, 21 swings, 12 muscle ups is. Uh, I, I am like, we have that pig chipper workout. So, you know, one of the big things, and me and Taylor talked about this because he asked about doing them on a pegboard, and I said, what about doing them on stall bars? What about just having strict toes-to-bar? So are we just going to assume the chest-to-bar and the toes-to-bar are just straightforward? You can butterfly them, you can kip them. In this format, probably, I would say. I would say that's too dense of a set to be messing around with doing strict variations. But to your point, Taylor, what if the chest-to-bar is just do what you want, but then on Helen, it's you have to kip? Let's pull up that schedule again, Will. Which days? Uh, Thursday schedule. Because no, your, yeah. yep. your point about programming kipping as a training tool and as a way to almost program single unders but on gymnastics because a lot of people don't train it anymore. And if you're put in a situation where you have to do a big set of kipping pull-ups and all you ever do is butterfly, it is going to be a lot harder. And it's going to feel I, a lot different. I could see the 25 chest to bar and the pig chipper being mandated as kipping. I don't think that they – I don't or – if it's not, I don't see them. I still don't see them going back to the pull-up bar for Helen. I don't see them doing a hundred reps on the pull-up bar and the pig chipper, and then coming back the next day and doing more pull-up bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't to be totally surprised. Go ahead, Sorry, Olivia. I wouldn't be totally surprised if I think Taylor, you mentioned um, Helen was with rope climbs. Yeah, Seated that would be cool. from Alpaca. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean, you got a kettlebell, <laughs> and it was supposed to be a kettlebell workout with legless. You, you got a kettlebell with Helen. What if it's like, what if it's three, you know, 421 yeah, three? When, when Helen was originally programmed, the grip was basically the limiting factor for everybody. So that could be a way of bringing the grip back as the limiting factor. Do you have the video of uh, Dave and his week in review? We didn't ask you to pull that up, so probably not. Uh, not ready, but I could. All right. It's, it's, what is it? 1746 JR? Yeah. Is this worth talking about? You can tell me no. I mean, to me, it was so random and so <laughs> awkward that it made me like, r- listen, stop it, listen to it again, stop it, listen to it again. And I, that was right. And then send my, it to 10 people. <laughs> that was right after my prediction show. So obviously, my brain was like in super everything is a skill everything or everything is a hint everything is conspiracy all that kind of stuff but i just found it odd that he mentioned this when just talking about helen being a cool workout and how they were programming a variation of it the games he mentions that james fitzgerald did it before the butterfly pull-up was ever invented and then he just and then he just moves on he goes like Like it's it was very it, it was I'm not saying he it was an oops. I don't think Dave ever mints his words. I think he always means to say what he means to say. Um, but I just thought this was odd. So 
What time is it at? You said how long can we play this for? However long it's Dave's account. What time? I think it's, it's like I think it's seventeen forty six. Is that? And it's like fifteen seconds or ten maybe. And a lot more to come with that. Helen, super cool. You know, someone else I saw somewhere comment about how the um, they remember early on James Fitzgerald doing Helen. Can we pause at it? the original gym? Is it is it lagging for everyone? Probably. Yes. Yeah. If we wait, if we wait for it to load, will it smooth no, out? Probably not. Okay, never mind. In like seven something, or was it sub seven? It was really fast, <laughs> and it was actually this person when I where I saw the comment said it was pre the butterfly pull up, which it was. So, um, really cool event to see. <laughs> yeah, so, like come on, uh, how you moved into that and then tried to move off of that. That that was not normal. That was not smooth. That was not. It was just like, wait a minute, did you just say something that? Yeah. Maybe we needed to be paying attention to. I think what if, if it's the audience a strict L sit pull up. I, I, I think I, I think L pull up would be sick. And but I, I think I, that totally destroys the stimulus, same as the seated legless. Yeah, yeah. There's like okay, half the field can't do it. Everybody's failing. If it's seven, you think half the field seven L pull ups? Seven. I, I don't think more four rounds, than four hundred twenty-one seven. Three rounds. Three rounds. Four hundred twenty-one yeah. seven. I still don't think half the field does those seven unbroken. Ooh, in men and women. I don't know. Really? I think so. The women? For sure not. Can they use supinated or does it have to be pronated? Supinated's a lot easier. Correct. That's what I'm um, asking. I still don't think I still don't think more than half the field does the entire workout unbroken. Have hmm. you done them in a, you've done them in a workout? Yeah. Okay. Well, how good are you at pegboards and strict pulling? Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, probably an understatement, <laughs> asshole. So I just, I just think that that would – I mean, I just don't know that that would give them what they're looking for out of that workout, but I don't know what they're but looking I, for. I was just thinking – you know, I was just thinking what it would – if you just said, you know, if you said for this workout no one can use grips, I don't think they're going to do that. But even so, like if you if you go and you, and you do Helen or you do intervals of a Helen type workout and you butterfly versus doing standard kipping pull-ups, the stimulus is a lot different and the time under tension is so much different than even if you made the kettlebell a little bit heavier or if you bump the pull-ups up to 21 and you just did three rounds of 421, 21, it would be completely different workout. And a lot of people probably couldn't do three rounds of 21 unbroken doing kipping. The Instead other thing, the, the other thing about the L pull up is at the bottom of the rep, are you standardizing whether the head comes through at the bottom? Because right. a lot of people are just doing the L pull ups like this and staying back instead of yeah. coming through, and it's a whole lot fucking harder to come through. Yeah. And I mean, it's tough. Like, is it just if the heel passes below the buttock? Like, what's the what's the L standard? The buttock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so proper. <laughs> the buttock. <laughs> I think. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see some version of a progressive Helen. Um, Boz really uh, likes the progressive workouts. We had yes. him in the open. We had him in quarterfinals. Um, I don't know that we had any at semifinals. But like, I, so I just made up my own version of Helen last week. I did 400 meter run. First round, I did 21 kettlebell swings. Second round, I did 21 double kettlebell cleans. And third round, I did 21 double kettlebell snatches. And then first round, I did 12 chest to bar, second round, 12 bar muscle ups, third round, 12 ring muscle ups. And it was still um, like the fast 
Helen stimulus, but it, it definitely challenged your grip. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that where it progresses over the rounds. What weight did you use for the kettlebells? 35s. I still have a hard time believing they go back to the pull-up bar after and, or use a, use a, I have a hard time seeing them using a pull-up in any form on the bar after the pig chipper, if the pig chipper is on a regular pull-up bar. I could also see the pig chipper being on, I could see the pig chipper being on a fat bar. You think they'd do it for that many reps? For chest to bar and toes to bar? I mean, what were the bar muscle up reps of that rogue workout? Weren't they like 15 every set or 13 or 20? Dude, it was a no, shit. It was, uh, it, was tw- it was 20 for the men. It was, was 20, 40, 80, 40, 20. No. Yes. Not- 80, 80 GHD, 40 cal twice. And 20, 20. 20, 20. 20 and 20. Bar and it was up. what? It was 16, 14 for females? It wasn't 20, was it? I, don't, I can't remember. I think it was because all the women got capped and we were like, why didn't they change the reps for women? I thought we were talking about that. Yeah, maybe maybe so. Or maybe the the calories were were changed, Adjusted, but the muscle-ups weren't. Yeah, um, yeah. Can we pull up that pig chipper? Let's talk about that workout and just like talk about – let's just assume that it's – we don't need to read into anything, that it is what it is. Um, the weight on the – pig at the games is typically what is it like is it 500 285 does that sound right i think it's like 310 for the women i thought okay so we can assume it's probably the same weight or do you think they'll load it heavier i think it's probably the same weight at the 18 minute cap yeah you're thinking you know five pick flips a minute so there's four minutes of the workout a minute for each set of chest to bar there's six minutes for the workout for probably six minutes for the toes to bar there's 12 minutes of the workout and then six minutes for the wall ball and that's being pretty generous on a couple of those things i think it's being generous on the toes to bar and the wall ball predominantly maybe the pigs a little bit um Aaliyah, why do you think the discrepancy between double the amount of trunk flexion hanging versus 50 pulling because of helen say that again he- helen the- Helen, that you think they're not going to be at a pull-up bar for? No, but I think they'll pull. <laughs> I don't think they'll be on a pull-up bar, but I think they'll pull. I was just saying, why do you think there's such a, a like discrepancy between the 100 toes-to-bar reps and only the 50 chest-to-bar reps? Because the numbers look really nice. <laughs> 10, 25, 50, 100. Yeah. It just works well. I don't know. Um, I like. Do you, I, I mean, do I, know, know. I, know, I know cycle time-wise, chest-to-bar is – faster than toes to bar so why do you so why do you think that those chunks are so big like for the for the toes to bar yeah well so the the reps on the chest to bar and toes to bar for that workout is what makes me think that if if one of the workouts between the pig chipper and helen is gonna have a different type of pull-up bar or like a an a thick bar or a rotating bar or something like that. I mm-hmm. don't think it's going to be the pig chipper because I think the reps on this are too high for, for athletes to be able to like figure how, figure out how to use that and finish in 18 minutes. I think the, I think the chest to bar discrepancy is appropriate with the pig. I think the amount of pulling that you do with the pig and bending of the bicep, right? Probably, especially at the end, but also at the beginning, 10 pig flips into the 25 chest bar makes them challenging. Um, yeah. 
wall ball. There's also there's standard. There's standard. a lot of ways to test pulling, and Boz has talked about there's not a lot of ways to test trunk flexion. That's, right. uh, that's why he added in the V up, and so if he's just looking at trying to like equalize reps throughout the weekend, adding in more toes to bar is an easy way to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It looks like my strict toe to bar is out. I mean, I guess there's still hope for knee to elbow, but I can't see knee to elbow if there's a, if there's a hundred toes to bar. So like the, the only thing that's left is that is weighted sit-ups, right? That's this a, is what's happening, dude. They're listening. Weighted sit-ups and else it. They're listening to your show and they're listening to our show and we're just fucking handcuffing them. Every time we come out with stuff, we're putting a pair of handcuffs on them. Like, oh, can't do that now. You guys think the wall ball will just be 2014 to a 10? Yeah. Did that work out? I don't think it's heavy. For 100 reps, I don't know. Although, you know, when when you went through the, the timing for each of those movements, six minutes for 100 wall balls, like you said, is generous. So maybe they will go heavy. Yeah, I would say it's five. Like, yeah. it's probably closer to five. I also like. I think five flips a minute is, at least on a flip sled, that's pretty slow. Uh, a minute for the chest to bars is, is probably pretty appropriate. Two minutes for each set of toes to bars probably pretty appropriate. But you take all those things and you compound them. It's a lot of grip. I mean, you know, even when you, when you do a really big chunk of wall balls, most people will still say, you know, you're, you are flexing those same muscles going back to the toes to bar. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be grip, bicep and grip limiting. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, I, I think it would, I wouldn't be shocked if it was a heavier wall ball just because I could see them announcing this workout with a tighter time cap with a 2014 wall ball. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's an 18 minute time cap and on day one, when everybody's going to be fresh, I don't know. I, I, I think there's enough time to have it be a heavier wall ball and still have people finish under the cap. So 2021 was swim paddle and then muscle pig. Mm. Correct. Was that yeah. right? I think I'm probably too. So I'm like, this feels a lot like that. So, I mean, that, that mass start off site, like it feels like it's going to be long going into a workout. Like, cause that workout had ring muscle up bar muscle up. What a sled pull and a pig flip. Yeah. Ring. It was sled pig or was it pig? It was sled pig muscle up, muscle up, muscle up pig sled. Right. I think I'm probably also a little off on the timing for the pig flips. Like five a minute is probably aggressive on the actual pig. Like no big deal on the flip sled, but they're totally different. And the flip sled is a whole lot grip or the pig is a whole lot grippier than the flip sled. You don't have a bar you can hold on to like you do with the flip sled. So I think this all compounds pretty well to be a, a nasty upper body fatigue. And then the, the wall balls are just going to get the heart rate up big time. Yeah. I mean, I'll say I did pig flips for the first time like two weeks ago and that thing is heavy. It took me probably a solid minute to do three pig flips. The red, on the red pig? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Do we want to move into the last big piece of speculation on our thumbnail? Yeah. The I don't even remember. leader of oh, sports. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. This four-letter sports network. We're lucky. 
We couldn't hear you through the alien. Oh, that's okay. There's a lot you can find on the internet if you start, if you start looking around. This and is so. Perfect. Go ahead. I have been doing some digging. Well, first we were looking at that offsite location. So I was looking at event calendars of different places, trying to see if anyone, because you're only not going to find any clues or hints on people tightly related to CrossFit because they kind of know what the deal is and why they shouldn't do that. But you can start looking at locations, event calendars, trying to find that. And I was just kind of Googling some random stuff. I had heard some uh, some whispers on uh, just about there's more announcements to come. They've been consistently announcing announcing stuff. And so for this one, I, I, put, I put together a little short film last night uh, of how it all came about. JR and Taylor haven't seen it yet. If you're naked, um, I'm going to so, be pissed. So uh, we'll just go ahead and roll it, and it will tell the entire story. Well, that's so that's everything's going on, and I'm sure more details will be coming out. There's still some, and I'm just going to say, there's still other announcements that are pending that I hope they get out there before we get to Madison. CrossFit produces original programming for ESPN from the games with more than nine hours of live broadcast on ESPN and ESPN2. CrossFit Games 2023. <laughs> and so that's good, the short dude. film. <laughs> so good. So, yeah. <laughs> dude, come on, man. <laughs> Hilarious, bro. So yeah, I was honestly just Googling around, looking at Alliant Energy Center, looking at the event calendar, scrolled down, found that. So just a little bit of speculation, tinfoil hat action. Um, what do you guys think? What would that mean? For, I mean, I'm pretty amped just with Sevon coming back to do behind the scenes, the games page posting that, his podcast with Chase yesterday, got me hyped, super excited. Momentum towards this year of the CrossFit Games, it seems like it's kind of been a lull, like, Dave being fired, everything is kind of stagnant. And so I'm pretty amped. What what would what do you think it would mean for uh, ESPN to get back involved if that happened? It would be on the Ocho probably, so not much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it would be – I think it would give momentum back in the right direction. I think a lot of people remember the CrossFit Games and the glory years for being synonymous with ESPN, not the like CBS days. So I, I think coming back to ESPN would be – would be huge more so for the spectators and for the overall morale. If they found a way to 
produce content that like the average person who doesn't do CrossFit can understand and can consume, I think it's huge. Uh, that's a big if. Yeah. I've been interested in it. Um, I follow Pat McAfee pretty closely. And ever since he, I mean, he's had his rise in kind of this guerrilla uh, media realm. He's kind of the king of guerrilla media in the sports world. Had owns his own independent show, huge following on YouTube as far as live viewership. And I was really interested whenever he uh, told everyone that he was going to go to ESPN and his show is going to be on ESPN starting this fall. But they're also ESPN's letting them stay on YouTube for free, but it's also going to be on ESPN main channel. So I think there's a shift in some ESPN culture around sports. So that kind of is why I've been interested because I think CrossFit is best covered in that kind of guerrilla media independent we're our own thing. Uh, and that way, like that's why the behind the scenes is so great. And so I think some combination of that um, could be awesome. And so that's why I've been like, I've been on the ESPN trail of thought ever since that McAfee deal got announced, because I just think there's so much opportunity for CrossFit in the guerrilla media realm. Like the polished broadcast is awesome, but the Manning cast, Pat McAfee doing alternate casts last year for college football playoffs where they're literally staying on the sides with uh, sidelines with microphones running around, goofing off, having fun uh, on like a main ESPN channel is super cool. So I think it'd be cool. We'll, we'll see if, if, if this is going to happen, but um, it'd be awesome. I first saw CrossFit on ESPN in 2016. It was the ranch chipper workout. Yeah. And I think it's true. It's like ESPN is the, worldwide leader in sports for a reason like their tagline is true and so it helps and i think if they can build on that relationship for the future it could be huge um it compared to the past few deals have been what cbs sports on sunday for the final day and then some reruns during the year if they could build off a relationship of having a consistent big broadcast cast uh partner involved it's also a huge financial incentive i think I would guess for the games team rather than, you know, footing the bill for the broadcast for it to go to their YouTube channel. Is the SPN uh, woke? I don't know. Probably. Didn't CBS sports only give them like two hours too. Yeah. I think it was like the final day, two hours last year. Yeah. And the dumbest workouts to show too. Yeah. Let's watch. Um, uh, what was it? Let's watch back nine with that. Everyone can't do <laughs> four people finish. So bad. ESPN was the first place I saw CrossFit. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's for a lot of people. I think. It... Do you think they would show Masters adaptive teams? No. I don't. But if the goal is to showcase CrossFit to the general public that doesn't know what CrossFit is, I feel like showing those divisions would make it more accessible. I think they'll they'll try to do that with whatever programming they produce. I mean, I think that it seems like that that's a general direction in general. We kind of talked about that before, but with Dave trying to cross bridges of the programming across the uh, company, we're seeing benchmarks come out. So I think that's the general of like, how can we maintain this being the highest level athletes that are in the sport, but also make this connection back to the community. Um, and you want, you have to have people watch it. Yeah. If it's yeah. going to stick, people have to watch I think it's too challenging to have ESPN cover early week, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Masters and Adaptive, and then go back and – I just don't see anyone covering the games for a full week. So you think it's just going to be nine hours of individuals? I think it would probably look like something a couple hours a day. Okay. For like three days 
or a couple. I could, I could see him doing. I could see him doing like one team competition that was really easy to watch, like one team event, maybe with the worm. Hmm. I don't know. I just i I think I was listening. I don't remember what podcast it was, but uh, they were interviewing Don Fall, and he was talking about like how to make CrossFit more accessible to the general public when the CrossFit games is our Avenue to do that. Um, and he was talking about, you know, creating content that relates more to the average gym goer instead of them seeing these insanely high level athletes going, Oh my God, I could never. Um, so I think, I don't know. I think showing adaptive athletes, I think showing masters athletes, um, to the general public who might not know anything about CrossFit, I think that would be a much more relatable experience for them to get them into the doors of an affiliate, which at the end of the day is the main goal of CrossFit. I'm looking at the ESPN schedule right now. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of what they've um, tried to do since the announcement of anything for the games is bring the community in from the aspect of, oh, we did Helen last week. They're going to do Helen. That's cool. Oh, you wanted us to go run a 5K and none of us really wanted to, but hey, they have to run a 5K too sometimes. And I mean, I think that just kind of bridging that is, it seems like it's somewhat of the focus. Yeah. Well, and even, even beyond that, not just connecting with the community that's already in CrossFit, but bringing in the outside community because their whole goal is, you know, however many members by 2030, I don't remember what the numbers are. Um, but like the big conversation in this podcast, it might've been talking elite fitness or I don't remember. Um, but like his whole point of the conversation was we have to reach people who aren't already in the community because everybody in the community is already bought in. Now it becomes getting new people through the doors who know nothing about it. Try to keep it simple, make it easy to watch. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? I had no, one I'm... other. I had one other soundbite added. Do you guys know what this is from? Everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. Do you know what it's from? <laughs> is that the girl on the plane? Walsh. <laughs> yeah, the girl on the plane. <laughs> it's a good. Can either believe it or they cannot believe it. What, what happened on the plane? <laughs> she goes, she's like, but there's a man, there's someone in the back that you guys can't see or something like that. She's like, there's an invisible man in the back of the plane and she's leaving. It's awesome. Yeah, she was convinced that the guy sitting next to her wasn't real. Like a shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah. I have one other graphic I made that I just want to show you. What do you guys think about this? Your mom. <laughs> I think that should say something other than CrossFit, and the right there in the center. Jeez. Hey, that's the outside community we're trying to reach, right? Yeah, your mom. <laughs> okay. Anything else? No, that's it. I'm, I wonder if some of the details that we still want won't be released until like athlete briefing, like right before. Yeah. Because you were kind of talking about that on your show, Sevon, right? The boss talking about how even when he was coaching classes, right? Sometimes he didn't like to tell them even before they started the class what they were doing. That kind of yep. idea. Like, he like hey, you're going to work out, but you just don't know what it is. He loves to wait. Yep. Until the last minute. So, How many more announcements do you think we'll get before the games? 
uh, like announcements, like, like, announcements. like pig chipper announcements or just yeah. little like teasers? Either. So we have 5K skills, weightlifting. Helen, pig chipper. Helen, pig chipper, and a, picture, and a picture of a bike. That's I don't, that might be it. That's a lot. Yeah. That might be it. I don't know that we're going to get anything else before they start. Do yeah. you guys think that the masters and teen programming is going to tell us more about the individual programming? Or do you think they're going to be, besides the tests that everybody's doing, do you think they're going to be completely different? I know in the past, this same person hasn't always programmed all team age groups individuals. But as far as I know, like Boz has done all of it. And I do think that from last year's workouts, we can infer that he doesn't just think that because people are older or younger, that they should be doing different things. You just vary by degree. Just like Greg always said, you know, we had masters on the pegboard just going above and below a line. And we had individuals on the pegboards and teams on pegboard. And we had people on their hands and we had people upside down on their hands too. And all those other divisions. So I, I, I would always look at the age groups just to see if maybe some different implements were being used, but like age groups have used the biker two or three times and they've never used it once for individuals. So like, I think sometimes they're just things that get used in those divisions that are not going to ever happen. Do you think that's because they put the individuals on actual bikes? Maybe, but think about how long the bike erg's been out and they just started bringing real biking back, not counting 2020 bike repeater like two years ago. And that biker has yeah. been out for forever. It just never gets used. Yeah. So it's, it, it is kind of odd that like, like I, I hope that the age groups flip the pig and I hope that the age groups, um, you know, get to do all that fun stuff because I think that's what the games are for, for everybody. It's to have them do outside the box things. Yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see if the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday programming differs drastically from the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday programming, just because it's shifted before the individuals start now. Cause last year when they had similar programming, it was happening at the same time. So I'm, I'm curious to know if he would use similar programming for the age groups and just have that be like a spoiler for the individuals and teams, or if he would change it so that they're not getting any information ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always fun to look at other workouts and think, okay, well, if this equipment's being used here, does that mean that they'll use it also? Or are they yeah. just, you know, cause last year Boz even came out and said there were a few apparatus that everybody was going to get to play with and like he was talking about that log that they did the up and overs with and the p-bars everybody was on the p-bars mm -hmm. so it would be cool if that kind of there are a few things that are the same for everybody that everybody gets to use i wonder if that will still be the case he just hasn't come out and said anything like that this year yeah sweet extra slop sorry we're not we're not professionals so we don't always get to your uh, money donations but seven will appreciate all of it Extra slop, thanks for the nine ninety nine. Nate Williams, thanks for the four ninety nine. Shooter McGavin, thanks for the two dollars. Hips to rings. Put my hips to your rings. Anyways, also, are you lastly, doing that on Omegle? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to sign up for the Crash Crucible online qualifier, you can go to local-comp.com, sign up. I believe it's $25 entrance fee. And uh, you have the equipment list out, right, on your Instagram? Yep, that's out. And then Modal Madness, which is like a community-based competition, running clock style. They're all single modality tests. There's a barbell weightlifting test. There's a um, gymnastics only test. There's a monostructural only test. And then there's like an odd object workout. So it's pretty cool. Um, just Saturday morning, first come, first serve, limited sign-up space, um, male, female, RX or, or scaled. So it, that, that should be a lot of fun. All the podiums get cash. Sweet. And then if you work out at home, work out an affiliate, you want programming from Taylor, but you can go to selfmadetrainingprogram.com and you can get a seven-day free trial from our website and sign up. You get access to both the 60-minute track as well as the compete track. So if you're in between or some days I've done where I've pulled pieces from the compete track uh, to do, even though I'm not fit enough at all to do that. So get selfmadetrainingprogram.com. Just hit your start your free trial button. And you can do that. You get seven days free trial there. And I think that's it. So thanks Charlotte everyone. Classic, dude. Oh yeah. Charlotte classic. You can sign up starting tomorrow. Uh, signups will open tomorrow morning for the Charlotte classic. It's going to be four divisions. It's at CrossFit Charlotte in North Carolina. There's going to be a elite RX community and a master's 40 plus division. And so signups for that will open tomorrow. You can go to the Charlotte or the dot Charlotte dot classic on uh, Instagram and check that out. Well, yeah, you you got? got anything to plug? Um, yeah, I'll be at the games next week. Um, I'm a co-founder of a nonprofit called the Rise Foundation, and we're doing an activation with Assault Fitness. Um, come by the Assault booth on Wednesday, August 2nd at 3 p.m., 3 to 4.15 um, you can sign up online for an opportunity to work out with the assault equipment at that time. Um, or you can just come by, meet our team. And for every dollar donated to the Rise Foundation during that activation, I will be doing a calorie on the assault bike. So Wait, one last thing. Bike. That's awesome. Dope. One last thing. Did you see the, uh, the news about that intelligence official saying that the U.S. is in possession <laughs> of non-human biological material from a UFO. Yes. I that's saw pretty it. that's Yeah, I mean, what do you think? One well, let's just finish the show with a 1 to 10. 1 to 10 how likely is it that that's true and we have aliens? 10 being likely likely like it's we do, 1 being no. They are. I mean, I would say now it's over 5. Okay, so what number over five? One to ten. Five point one. Okay. Will. One. What? Fuck off. Yeah. Leah. Eleven. Wow. I think it's like a, I think it's like an eight for sure. It's crazy. There's no way that we're the only living beings in the entire universe. Yes, no way. I agree. <laughs> you guys just need to be a little bit more uh, prideful or arrogant or something. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone for for joining. Awesome. Uh, oh, one shit. of the comments. Fuck you, Steve. Oh, you didn't give us any real money. <laughs> show's over. So thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll be hopefully doing some shows while we're in Madison. So yes, um, we'll be doing some shows from Madison. Uh, hopefully me, Taylor, JR, maybe Pedro and some others, maybe Hiller. We'll see. So uh, Taylor and I get there Sunday. JR, you get there Monday. Yeah. 
I think we're going live Monday night with Pedro. I thought. Yeah, the plan. I think hopefully we'll. Yeah, I think the flame, I think I, I don't like. I won't be at the house probably until like 11 p.m. Dude. Oi. Okay. Well, look for us next week. Uh, if you're in Madison, tell us what's up, and we'll be there. And look forward to seeing you guys. Bye bye.